1: Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Uh, today is March tenth, two 2021. The time is about 4.30 p.m. Reddy, NMPC does conduct Zoom conferences every single day. You, have, uh, you can ask your question. Leo, can you go with the first co- first person?
2: India GT. Uh Hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you for connecting session. Uh, Rahul, I uh, had actually come to India a couple of months back. Um, in October, I actually got my stamping. Uh, through my company, and uh, actually in December I lost my job. So from from here in India, I've applied for a job and I've got got one, and also I've got my visa approved. So do I have to do another stamping, or can I travel with the existing stamping? So the existing stamping is until uh, end of twenty twenty one.
1: So um, so you already have the H one B approval with your uh, new companies, right?
2: Yes. And this was done in in the
1: consul, and this was done in the consul processing. Uh,
2: so they filed it. Yes. So they filed in uh, February and we got the approval right now and it's come uh, under I-797B. Yeah. You can use the,
1: you can use the old stamping. Okay. You can use the old stamping. When you come into United States at the CPP at the port of entry, you have to specifically mention to them that Mm -hmm. you are not working for this company, but you're going to be working. For a different company and you have to show them the 797 approval of this different company and you have to make sure the I-94 has been issued until the expiration of your, until the expiration of the, uh, the new H1B that you got in October, uh, sorry, February of 2021.
2: Okay, so thing is like, uh, so I mean, at that point they'll be giving me an I-94 if I'm understanding it mm-hmm. right.
1: Mm-hmm. And if okay. there is any errors, we can correct mm-hmm. it immediately. But if you delay, it's going to cause problem. Make sure you mention that you're not working for the company, you're working for a new company, and you show them the H-1B approval of the new company. Okay?
2: One uh, follow-up question, Rahul. So the uh, the STAPI um, that I got with company A in October has an annotation, which is like uh, NIE under PP. That's
1: fine. That's fine. You're fine. If nothing has changed. Everything is good. You can still come in.
2: Okay, so th- I mean that NIE was applicable only if you work for the same company, right? So that won't be. No,
1: not true. Not true.
2: Okay, thank you,
3: Rahul. Okay. Next person, please. Salim. Salim. Hey, Rahul Salim. Yeah. Hey, Rahul Salim. Yeah. Uh, you always talk about uh, EB three, EAD We have got, and not to marry against the EB three AD because otherwise, if EB two moves faster you can still have the option of going to EB2. But suppose my dependents, like my wife and my... my, I
1: I did said that. I am not saying I didn't. But here is the reason, though. How long you're going to stay unmarried? For you, it, it costs a lot of money to be unmarried. So practically, if your son uses also, you would be using it too. If you're... Uh, if your if your wife uses also you'll be using too because you don't like to get the green card without
3: them would you? No, definitely. But I'm, my, my son is eighteen, so I'm worried about once he goes up to twenty one and he's still not moved into F one because now going to F one would be very difficult for him. So how, when do we plan this? How do I if I get married to the EAD and if your when son, is the time to switch if, over to F one?
1: If your son is eighteen. You yeah. are not getting married to this application. The reason okay. is that he is going to age out. Once he is going to age out though, um, then he cannot move to the F1 visa if he already
3: uses a, if, if you or your son uses a EAD. Okay. But uh, today I cannot even move him to F1, correct? He gets rejected. So when do I move him to F1? you don't have, you can move him to F1 if you want to right now. Why not? Yeah, because my company lawyer, I talked to my company lawyer and she said that uh, it will get rejected. You cannot uh, because your EAD is EAD is filed and it's yeah. pending. And um, uh, in between I'm not, that... I, I, I'm not telling that there
1: is no chance for it. There is a chance for it. But if I were you, if I were you, I can move him to F1. We have doing a lot of people and we haven't yet got rejections yet, but I'm not telling it can never be rejected. I don't okay. want to move him when he is 18. I would like to move him when he is 19 and a half or maybe 19 and three months.
3: Okay, that's the time I should move him? Okay, right. 19 right. and three that's months. What
1: time you should, yeah, that's the time you should make an application
3: for F1. Okay, thank you very much. Was, thanks a lot. Manoj? Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, my question is relating to the uh, working for two employers on H-1B. Mm-hmm. If both the uh, H-1Bs are due for stamping and I've gone to India. So how the stamping is handled? Just I want to uh, know the concept. Yeah.
1: The, if you are working for one main company, and the second company is the is the concurrently filed h1b you are going to go for the stamping only with the company that has the main h1b not the concurrently H- filed h1b okay so okay. you can use let's say for example you are working for pepsi that's a main company and the concurrently filing is abc consulting inc you're going to fill all the information of pepsi only nothing about abc inc You get the stamping. When you come back, though, the problem is you could show your passport stamping with Pepsi and ABC Inc. and have them uh, identify both the companies in the I-94, but that is not going to happen because there is no system. The best way is that when you come back, you file one more H-1B with company ABC Inc. again. That's all you can do. So every time you go and come back, you have to have this concurrently filed H-1B for you.
4: Okay.
5: Thank you. Ridwan. Hi. Hi, Rahul. So yes. I have a question regarding my uh, I-485 and my EAD. Um, mm-hmm. I applied for adjustment of status for my green card in EB2 category, and I got my EAD card and my advanced parole recently. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, on that they. Uh, they had my wrong country of birth so I was well, I'm a citizen of India but I was born in Saudi Arabia and mm-hmm. uh, they had my country of birth as India and um, I want to uh, say um, I'm going to travel in May to India. Do you think this is a safe option to travel using that EAD card that once which has wrong country of birth?
1: Yeah, yeah. I I don't think so it should cause any problem. And there's always, I would give you about 5% chance of risk. The reason is that, why 5% risk, why not more risk is. And I'm just telling risk, I'll be very doubtful if they would throw you out of the country, though. Because when you're coming into the country, Mm -hmm. and if I'm the CBP officer, if I have a doubt, Mm -hmm. hey, buddy, it says that you're born in India, how did you file the adjustment of status? then what I would do is that I will not throw you out. There is a lot of procedure to throw you out. What I will do is that I will take you to the secondary proceedings. There are different officers there. And the different mm-hmm. officers can look into where are you born. Since you are with, in the guns, okay, right in front of there, there is nothing you can do there. You'll have to tell nothing but the truth and you don't have a lawyer's right. Everything. So obviously right. they can extract the information from you. And, the, and we know what the information is. It is that you're born in Saudi
5: Arabia. So right. I would
1: be—you uh, have five percent risk of going into that secondary
5: role. Okay, and uh, I also uh, like uh, raised a service request. They said like if mm-hmm. uh, want smart. to correct the error, then they said yeah. like I have to return this current EAD card. And my attorney is suggesting like like don't worry about that. The USGS will keep your EAD card for another months and months, and <laughs> it will be a long process and uh, he, he said keep...
1: he said months and months or did he say years
5: <laughs> months and months <laughs> okay i i i completely disagree with him <laughs> i it will be years <laughs> okay so you say like it's safe to travel using that wrong country of birth on my EAD and like it will be low risk
1: i said i said low risk i did not say no risk at all
5: okay all right that's okay. it, michael thank, thank you very much thank you then. thank you
2: Sarah?
6: Yeah. Hey, uh, can you hear me? Yes. Hey, uh, Rahul, so I have a quick question. Um, so, uh, I am actually right now on, um, on L1A, um, mm-hmm. and my six years of L1A are completing, uh, in April 2021. So I am actually looking for another employer to file an H1, H1 for me. Um, mm-hmm. but, but my, my doubt is, uh, you know, since I've said, already completed, when six, is, you completed six years? I will complete is six, I, I would complete six years in April 2021 this year. And you want somebody else to, do you have an I-140 approval? Yeah, I-140 approval is a, it it was approved, but there was an amendment that was filed in October last year uh, for a successor in interest. Um, Wait, wait, wait. Was the I-140 approved in EB2 or EB1? EB1. It was approved with a priority date, December 2018, but an amendment of successor in interest was filed last year in in, uh, in October. Okay, so you you have an I one forty approval. Okay, that sounds good. Okay, so so I was uh, I'm I'm actually uh, looking for a different employer, and the the employer would would actually be interested in filing an H one for me. But what I'm trying to understand is, can I switch to this employer while I while I'm staying in the U S. or do I have to exit? uh, Stay outside. You don't have to exit. You don't have to. You don't have to exit. The rule of six years is not applicable
1: to you. The rule of six years is not applicable to you. The reason why rule is six years is not applicable is because you told me that you have an I-140 approval that was approved in 2018. So that six-year rule is not applicable to you.
6: Okay. So it, so it doesn't matter if I have an amendment on that I-140 with a success. Doesn't and... matter.
1: Doesn't matter. Does not matter. It does not matter at all. None, none so at all. You can file H-1B.
6: Absolutely no problem with it. And if it gets approved, I can do a change of status in October. Yeah, sure. The, you can. the only thing is, of course, you know, my I would have to give up my green card process because, uh, you of know, my, I I mean,
1: giving giving up in EB one is definitely a big issue,
6: though. Uh,
1: you you already know that. I mean, g- giving up EB one and you most probably will move to EB two, so that definitely is a big sacrifice. But technically speaking, I don't see any problem in you moving from L one visa to uh, H1B because your I-140 is approved. But,
6: but as you said, you know, I'll have to file I-140 again, probably in EB2. If you don't
1: have to. have to. You don't have to. I mean, it's not, you don't have to do it immediately. You can do it after two years, three years, four years. There is no hurry for you.
6: Yes, but I can stay in the US for, for whatever time period because I have I-140 in EB1. That is right. That is right, sir. The, the only thing is I will not get my green card through EB1 process. That's you the, you already know, you already know that.
1: You already know that. You're just yeah. discussing with me. You're not asking a question to me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, thank, right.
7: you.
4: Thank, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Jan Hi. Uh, uh, so this is regarding, uh, my, uh, brother and mother-in-law's, uh, B2 visa. So last year, mm-hmm. uh, we traveled uh, to US, so my brother in law is ultimately fifteen years old. So they came to visit us, and uh, since due to COVID, uh, so they did not have uh, return tickets. So at port of entry, uh, they were questioned, and even my brother in law was scrutinized, saying uh, if he came here to stay legally in the US, mm-hmm. and they told him that like, uh, he has to go back uh, to India. So later, again uh, after wait wait, the- wait, wait, wait,
1: the- wait, 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 wait he was questioned at the time when he's entering into United States or at the time when he's exiting the country?
4: Which uh, time was he questioned? Entering. Well, entering, entering into uh, the country. Of ah, okay, Correct. got it. Yeah, so later uh, my mother-in-law spoke uh, she told like uh, she's coming here for a treatment for my wife. Uh, mm-hmm. Then they gave them 45 days to uh, enter the country and they had a seal mm-hmm. on the passport saying limited stay. Mm-hmm. And later, once they came here, so we consulted certain groups and we raised an extension for them. Mm-hmm. Uh The extension was, was for around four months and it is, it is still pending. So before mm-hmm. it got approved or denied, so due to an emergency, they traveled back. So mm-hmm. now they are in India and it's been mm-hmm. four months. So they stayed mm-hmm. here for four months and now it's been four months. So mm-hmm. We have a plan of next month uh, to make them uh, come here again. So now we yeah. have a question of whether they'll have the same problem. Yeah. Because even if we have the retreat in hand, will they have any problem during border? Uh, how well? how long it's how long it's been that they left the country? So December they left. So ultimately they have been around. Yeah, some that August that December. looks.
1: That, yeah, that doesn't that lo- that that doesn't look good to me because. It doesn't look like they're actually traveling to United States. It looks like they're traveling to India. They're staying here and traveling to India, which is not the purpose of the B2 visa. I wouldn't recommend that they return at least until six months from now.
4: Okay, six more months from now?
1: Yeah, and that too, if they're coming in, they should not come for more than three months. Okay. Okay? Okay then, because otherwise they may face a problem and sometimes they may deny it. It may cause a lot of big problems in the long term. So they, the, the purpose of the B2 is only for them to visit in this country, not to stay in this country. Just like the way, you know, when you're in, you know, I go to India for two weeks, three weeks, I don't stay there for a long period of time. Uh, if you're paying this long period of time, you, might have, you must have a different visa, which they're not, most probably not eligible for. Next person, please. Leo, can you go to the next person? Uma. Uma, you have a question for us?
7: Yes.
8: Hi. H- Hello, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, one uh, thing is right now I need, I filed the EB2 because earlier I spoke mm-hmm. with you regarding my daughter scenario mm-hmm. <coughs> from now she's on f F1. She got the, how old, pro, is, how, old, how she, old is she? She, t- she turned the 21. But mm-hmm. uh, before the 21, we applied for the, uh, on the EB2 my priority date mm-hmm. is may 17 2010 at that time we didn't apply uh, for her but at the same time we filed the i140 for her before turning the 21 now this month her final action our final action date becomes ah. current now my i140 is in pending still we got the receipt my lawyer is planning to file uh, 485 including my daughter so so now the plan is: Do we need to apply the premium, or we'll once we apply, even the sheet, uh, as you your discussion, Sasi is still she's under twenty one. But we,
1: um, wow, 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 wow! You have taken some smart steps. Beautiful, nice smart steps.
8: What is her birth date? November twenty first, twenty second. When did you file the downgrade application? Five days before November sixteenth. Perfect.
1: Now, if you, and and you didn't use the EAD, obviously, so you are going to file the adjustment of status for the entire family again.
8: Yeah, the, this month, the next week, we are planning. Right.
1: As soon as you get a receipt notice, of yes. after the for application, I will do. I mean, try to check into the, check is cash, check is cash or not. Try to chat with uh, you know Emma about your daughter, not you, because they may give you the wrong wrong uh, adjustment of status the day yes. you get the receipt notice i want you to convert it into premium processing
8: oh, which which, uh, which one i140
1: receipt i140 no 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 once oh. you file the 485 application
8: yes yes yeah okay okay okay
1: when you, now the question is should you do the should you do the premium processing before you get the 485 receipt notice or after you get the it for a Yeah, that is the point. <laughs> that that is a million-dollar question, though. Yes, that's yes. a million-dollar question. Um, but the way that I am judging your lawyer seems to be that he seems to be a very smart lawyer, good lawyer, and very, very. He did a very good step of filing an I-140 for you. He just yes. threw an application there, tried to see if you yes. can save your daughter, and it worked yes. out. I may yes. be leaning towards, as soon as the FedEx receives the 485 application, I may okay. be leaning towards the I-140 premium processing. The reason is that the age gets locked when the I-140 is approved. Yes. It doesn't get locked when yes. the uh, 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 when, when the I-140 is not approved. So we want yes. to have certain age to be, you know, age to be prevented. So her age is, you know, frozen right now. Okay. Yes. From November, uh, uh the, the time you file the application, we still have five days left. So yes. That's a big gamble. When would you do the, when would you do the premium process? It may also require some calculations to see what would be the priority date in June of 2000 and, 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 and I'm sorry, what would be the priority date in April of 2021
8: too? Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, you may want to, you know, take these steps very cautiously, very prudently. You may have to come to the conference calls or maybe consult me. And your lawyer also seems to be a very smart guy. Take a private consultation and, and you have to make the judgment calls and the lawyer is not going to make it.
8: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I took the uh, earlier I spoke with you regarding at the time H four to F1 conversion. I took the private consultation. My okay. my daughter and myself, she is in temple. We spoke with okay. you. But even also our F1 is also approved, is good on that. That's good. But that's good. Now now this one only the time. Yeah, but you have to be
1: very cautious. You have <laughs> to be
8: very cautious
1: and I will not make the judgment call. Uh, yes. but it, it may also require to see, um, you know, how the prior dates are moving in April, in the month of April. Not, sorry, in the month of, uh, uh sorry, in the month of April.
8: Yeah, yeah. April. Only the thing is if the date is not retrograde, that's fine. Technically it will. Yeah, uh,
1: then you're fine. Then you're fine. fine. You can do premium processing at any time. Okay. Okay. Okay,
8: thank you. Thank, okay. You,
1: sir. thank you. Okay, thank you, thank you, most yeah. probably the uh, you can go to next Leo. Uh, most probably the final action dates should not go back. I okay. may be wrong, but most probably it should not go back. Next call, uh, next person, please.
9: Coming Hi, Raghul. Good evening. Um, Good evening. My name is Kavita. We have applied for adjustment of status in November with I 140 mm-hmm. downgrade for my husband mm-hmm. and for me and mm-hmm. for my little one. And we mm-hmm. got the receipt numbers for all of us, but it is mm-hmm. saying rejected only for my little one due to the reason of incorrect fee. So can we resubmit it again with the correct yeah. fee?
1: Good, resubmit my... it immediately. Resubmit with 750. How old is your ch- child?
9: He is four years old
1: okay yeah resubmitted immediately with seven hundred and fifty dollars mm-hmm. fees
9: okay but uh the receipt numbers which we got it through online and uh, we have uh, we haven't received the physical copy yeah uh, my prepare, attorney prepare, did...
1: prepare prepare it ready to go and mm-hmm. as soon as you get your receipt notice attach the receipt notices of your your husband or whoever the main applicant is and submit it immediately don't waste any time.
9: Yeah. Do we need to submit it from my end or, uh, attorney can file it because, uh, attorney, I would,
1: I would yeah. have the attorney file it though.
9: Okay. Okay. And, uh, will it take uh, too long time to get? It may not take, it may not
1: take as long as it took for you right now. It should okay. be, be because the, the backlog is not right now. They're in December, uh, second week or third week right now. Okay. And the things have moved very fast after the, uh, after the October last week has passed through things have mm-hmm. moved very fast
9: okay but it won't be problem right we can resubmit it again uh, as soon as there the is we are be-
1: we are beggars we are not choosers right now we don't have option right now what other what other options you have kavita right now
5: um,
1: remember i was speaking to the other guy hey should we do the premium processing should we not do the premium processing would we file the adjustment of status again would we not file that? you don't have much choice okay just refile it as soon as possible. That's it. Okay. Okay. You, you okay. have no other option. You consult 10 different lawyers. They'll all say the same thing. Remember the other guy. I'm not even telling him what to do to do premium processing or not because I don't want to take yeah. a blame from so you. I know
9: there is a only one option to resubmit. There yeah, is only one option. My concern is priority date is, uh,
1: we know, but what, yeah, what, 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 what I'm you joking. have to file as soon as possible. You don't have an option.
9: Okay. 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 Okay, I got it. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Katie ready? Hi, Rahul. Good evening. Good
9: evening.
10: Um, My question is, um, my priority date is May 24, 2010. So when the date became current in the date of filing in October, I filed I-485 in EB2 category. But now the Mm -hmm. date is current in EB3, final action date. Do, I- do you have,
1: do, do you have any kids who are teenagers or born in India?
10: No, my kids are all born here.
1: Remember the gentleman who just came in before? I told that guy file a 485 application. Um, and I did not tell him that whether he should file. I tell him do it, but in your case, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I will tell you what I will do for you. Okay. I will not file another 485 application. Okay. I may be wrong. I may be wrong, completely wrong.
10: So what's your justification on that? Like why I should. What's your
1: justification is this because I have traveled too many times in LA traffic. And what happens is that I don't know for some reason, whatever lane I am in, it just gets locked. That's exactly
10: what's what's running in my mind. (laughs) It's just like hopping between lines and we end up in the last.
1: (laughs) Right. The only difference is when you change the lane though, you just go mm-hmm. to the next lane immediately. The problem mm-hmm. with the 485 is, you know, you, uh, you know the caboose, you know what caboose means? You do something mm-hmm. naughty, mm-hmm. you go to the end of the lane. Right. And that's what, you're starting all over again. You lost five months of the priority that because you filed in October, now you're going to file in March or April. So you lost mm-hmm. about five months. Mm -hmm. So, you're back in line. So, I don't know. I will not do anything. I will just rest. Um, You know, I will not do anything. Remember, the other guy was telling him, file, file, file. And he knows he has to file it. In your case, Mm -hmm. I would not file. I would not do anything.
10: So, um, what I was thinking is, is it wise to file just the I-140 and have it approved? So, just in case if EB2 date goes back and EB3, it's just an assumption. If EB3 goes, friends, like I, I can use it.
1: I don't know if I'll do that. I don't so, know if so I'll do that. what's the
10: difference between interfiling and like you know, like completely applying? Interfi- like,
1: yeah, you can do interfiling too. The problem with interfiling is it doesn't go well. That's the reason mm-hmm. why I I have had some very bad experiences with interfiling, and I get so frustrated. I refile the entire application again, and it got approved. So that's the oh, reason okay. interfiling is there. It's good too. I mean, especially when EB three date million people have filed in 2007. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we moved them to EB2. We filing is good. But it's up to you if you want to do that. Um, you know, my suggestion is okay. if I were you, I will not do anything. Okay. Next person, okay.
10: please. Thank you.
2: Venkat uh,
3: Hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for your service. Uh, so, I have a quick question. Um recently I downloaded my application, um to EB3 and, uh, I received, uh, EAD and a travel document approved. It's in my hand. Um uh, I, when I came to US, like I came on an F1 visa, um mm-hmm. then, uh, uh, I visited country while on F1 itself, but never mm-hmm. went back to India for visa renewal or anything. Now mm-hmm. I'm planning to go back. Uh, uh Should I use my EAD card or should I go for a visa?
1: Do, do you have your I-140? Is it a downgrade application or a straight application? A downgrade application. Uh, Did Is your I-140 approved yet or not? Not yet. Not yet. Why don't you do premium processing of I-140 application?
6: Uh,
5: sh- <laughs> Sure. I have to ask the attorney. Yeah,
1: Yeah, no, you have to ask your company, though. Your attorneys may not listen to what you say. Even if you do premium processing, they would not honor. Um, The reason is that most probably the I-140 downgrade application should go through 97% of the time. But if you get that approval, I personally, if the I-140 is approved, okay, in your situation, I will just use the advanced parole in traveling instead of going for the H-1 B stamping. That's me. There are a lot of times I would like to answer as me because sometimes my judgment call may go wrong. Okay? And and, and there are some exceptions. Who knows? I mean, I speak with thousands of people. Okay? Almost like 50,000 audiences listen to me every week. Some accident may happen to somebody. That's the reason I normally tell people what I would do for you. year. Uh, so I would get the I-140 approval and I will use the advanced parole to travel outside the country if I were you. Sounds good.
4: Yeah. Thank you.
1: Uh, the last caller today, it's about uh, five o'clock, guys.
7: Namish.
2: Shrey Gupta.
7: Yeah, hi. Uh, I actually had a question in regards with uh, my husband's uh, situation. So he has an H-1B, which is currently supposed to be renewed in end of the March and uh mm-hmm. so the first question is that uh do we really have to be in the country to get the renewal done
1: yeah uh, the h one b renewal or the h four renewal which one
7: is it so it's h one for my husband and h four for me, so do we have to be in the country for the extension
4: to file so when the,
7: the application extension is into process when
1: the, when the application is filed, you must be in the country okay. When, when is your current H1 and H4 right? expiring?
7: It's expiring in uh, September, uh, September 23rd, 2021.
1: And is the stamping valid until September 2021?
7: Yes, it is valid until, yes.
1: Yeah, you can, you can file the extension, you can leave the country and come back. It will be adjudicated accordingly.
7: Okay, so once we can, we can, we re- file that, we can come back and then, I mean, we can basically leave the country after that, not an issue on both H1 and H4, correct?
1: That is that is right. When you search the internet, you will get a little bit conflicting information on that. If it is an extension of status, it's okay for you to travel outside the country and come back, especially if you already have the stamping until September of 2021 and you're coming back before September. But if it is a change of status, whether it's from F1 to H1 Mm -hmm. or in your case from other visa to H4, that is a problem. It will be denied automatically. But if it's an extension, you're in good shape. I don't see any problem.
7: With Extension that. is fine. Got it. And another yeah. follow-up question is, uh, 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 Rahul, is basically like, I am on H4. So let's say if my EAD uh, doesn't get extended after September, it t- it's taking its own time. So if I, by within that time frame, we've filed the downgrade. If I receive the EAD for the EB3 downgrade and can I use that and come back later on on H4 EAD itself? Mm,
1: once you use the EAD, then you, your H4 mm-hmm. is no longer valid now. You should not come back and H4. Oh. Okay.
7: Got it. And that applies same for my husband as well. Like if I use that EAD, that will right. he get married to that EAD as well? No, he's,
1: he's not married. He can, he can go and come back. He can H4. go and come
7: back, but I, ha- I will be stuck on that EAD and I cannot go back to H4 ever.
1: Yeah. But why do you need to? I don't know why people love H4 and want immigration lawyers to make more money. I don't understand it.
7: And, and it's, and the situation is basically like if I take the I use that EAD, can he still on what, H1B? What is,
1: like, yeah, he can, but why does, what's the can. purpose for him to keep staying on H1B other than his, other than your purpose to make people like me more rich?
7: <laughs> no, I mean, the whole point is that you mentioned couple calls, like, I mean, we've been attending your calls regularly and you mentioned that uh, don't yeah, ever leave your only... H1B just in a situation. No, I never said that.
1: I never said that. There is a mistaken. Don't ever leave the H1B <laughs> if you have uh-huh. your I-140 not approved. Don't ever leave the H1B until 180 days after your adjustment of status has been filed. That's all uh-huh. I said. But won't he, married,
7: he leave, leave, leave so with, won't he get
1: married if he leaves that H1B, will to the EB3? Why not? I mean, what's the trouble? Remember, I was speaking with the other girl. Okay. If you keep changing the lane, okay. you change the lane from EB2 to EB3 to EB2. Guess what? Your EB2 gets stuck. And then now you come to EB2. Mm-hmm. Oh, now, Leave all these things. I mean, if I were you, I will leave all these things. I don't want these immigration lawyers to do H1, H4, H4 EAD, going snapping every time making so much filing fees, end client letter, vendor letter. And man, the end client letter, the lawyers are so bad. This is not there. That is not there. You go to the uh, uh, stamping. I don't want to do with all these things. I just want to extend the EAD in advance poll if I were you. It is so easy to extend mm-hmm. it. Normally, the lawyers charge very little money. And guess what? The filing fees is zero. I wouldn't. That's me. I mean, but if your only purpose is to make money for us, why not? You know, I'll buy a nice, uh, maybe, I don't know what kind of suits they have, some costly suits they have. I'll buy them. Okay? Mm-hmm. Thank you then.
7: Got it. So, marrying to EB3, in your opinion, is fine. It's not an issue. Like, we can anyway...
1: I yeah. would get married to EB3 after the I-140 is so a pretty favorite Thank after you, guys. Uh,
7: tomorrow's... Got it. Thank yeah. you so much.
1: Th- thank you, guys. The next uh, Zoom session will be tomorrow at 11.30.